what's poppin y'all welcome back to the fast break i'm your host phil the thrill trilly philly and joining me i got my co-host big luch and a special guest today my brother mike say what's up yeah yes sir what's up everyone welcome back to another episode let's get ro- get right into it man we got a lot of stuff to talk about today let's get to it let's go come on yeah no doubt so today today you know special day um this is our, I believe this is our first episode since the finals ended, but we told you we would still be uploading, and today is going to be a big episode. We're going to be talking about, you know, free agency, and um, there's been a lot of big moves, uh, uh, particularly mainly the Lakers, I feel like, and the Bulls have the biggest moves so far, but then you also have teams like the Knicks who made moves, the, the Heat, um, you know, so a bunch of teams, so we're going to be talking about that today, and we're also going to be talking about Charles Barkley's comments. Uh, he had a couple comments about uh, LeBron, you know, comparing him with uh, Jordan and Kobe. So we're going to talk about that. But first, we're going to talk about the free agents. Um, so we're going to re- mainly start off with the Lakers and how, you know, they have seemed to pick up quite a lot of people. Of course, we already talked about the, the rush trade. Actually, that, yeah, that was our last episode. We talked about the rush trade. So today, um, you know, we're going to be talking about uh, how they expanded upon their team. So, Luch, I'm going to start off with you. Um, what are your overall thoughts about the Lakers roster as of today, which is August 7th, 2021? Um, I'm sure there's still some changes that they're going to be making, but what are your thoughts on their roster as of now compared to last year? Um, even if you want to compare it to the year before and, um, how you see them, um, how you see their success throughout the season. All right, Phil. Well, I'm going to start off with, uh, Money's not a problem in L.A. Rob Palenka, he definitely does not have money issues right now. I mean, he's out here signing deals. He's getting everyone, you know, for the low, low. But, you know, that's what bad, that's what teams do. But uh, my initial thought, uh, we talked about the rush trade. If you guys haven't already listened to our last episode, take a click on that before you listen to this one. You know, definitely catch you up a little bit about the rush trade uh, that we talked about last, last time we recorded. But um, my thoughts on this Lakers roster... I have I have a lot of mixed feelings about it. I mean, hopefully, you know, if Rob Plink is going to be picking up these veterans for the for for very low amount, amounts of money, they better be uh, stepping up and doing their parts. And I mean, like the list goes on. I mean, they just got back Dwight Howard. They signed Carmelo Anthony. Uh, I'm trying to think who else they got. Uh, they also got uh, they re-signed Taylor Horton Tucker, uh, Malik Monk. Was also in there, Kent Bazemore. Uh, they have Marcus All, who was, uh, I think, he signed a two-year deal last, the before last. Trevor Reza. Trevor Reza, who's coming back to LA. Uh, Kendrick Nunn. Kendrick Nunn, thank you. Uh, I think that's all of them right now, as of date. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's all of them right now, as of date. But um, mm-hmm. as of right now, man, the, the team's coming together. The team's coming together for sure. Uh, definitely gonna be uh fun to watch this team. I mean, hopefully. You know, we get deep into the playoffs. I'm not guaranteeing a championship for this Lakers team yet. I want to see a few months into the season. Hopefully, if they're in a good spot, uh, come come the uh, after before the All Star break, if they're like the top two or three seed in the West, that's solid. You know, hopefully they get deep into the playoffs. But um, you know, as Phil and I said before, we want to see LeBron win number five with the in the purple and gold, and hopefully he could uh, cement his career uh, with. You know, with the Lakers, uh, I think he could possibly. I think he can do that. Uh, if he wins this year, you know, it's gonna definitely uh, increase his chances as him surpassing 
Jordan as the goat, but conversation for another day. But um, yeah, I'm 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 excited to see how this roster is gonna finish off uh, once free agency comes to an end. I mean, I know we all damn well all know that uh, Rob Plank is not done making moves. He's making money moves right now. Um, as you saw, uh, I think I saw last night, uh, Russell Westbrook and Carmelo Anthony are going back to their original numbers. Westbrook going back to zero, and Carmelo going back to number seven. And we, as we all know, LeBron's back to number six in L.A. But hopefully uh, they support him with the championship this year. Uh, let's see how far they get into the season, if they can stay healthy. You know, healthy health is a huge factor here. But um, other than that, man, um, I'm excited to see how this how this thing's going to roll in uh, L.A. So if we're talking the Lakers, you know, man, it's a retirement home in the Staples Center at the end of the day. I mean, you got, what, 55-year-old Melo, you know, a little bit past his prime, Westbrook. You know, LeBron's going to need to stay. his prime. He's still in his prime. What are you talking about? He's getting up there in age. Uh, I do I do like the roster, though. I do love the acquisitions of Malik Monk and Kendrick Nunn and bringing back Taylor Horatucker. You really need some young guys because, you know, the, all the rest of those dudes on that team are just straight up old. I mean, I thought Trevor Reza retired about three, four years ago. He's still in the league, apparently. I had no idea. <laughs> but, um, <laughs> no, it should be interesting. And I do not think that the team that is starting opening night is not going to be the same at the trade deadline because, you know, the GM is going to be making his moves, you know. Somehow it's going to be Trevor Reza and Wayne Ellington for, like, Devin Booker. Like, we already know some crazy stuff like that's going to happen. So it's going to be really interesting. I think Melo's going to be a great scorer <laughs> for this team. Uh, AD's got to stay healthy. Uh, Dwight Howard coming back, I think that was a really underrated signing for the uh, just the entire league in general, not even for the Lakers. But he was solid. And, um, yeah. Ceiling for this team, I don't want to say a one seed just because I think they're too old. Um, I'd say maybe two or three seed. And then floor, I would say, is like five seed. All right. That's not that's not too – eh, that's, that's okay. Yeah. Because they're, they're definitely not getting the fifth seed. You, you, you're tripping. Well, Name four. What's, what's seed where they were last year? Well, they were the first seed before AD went down, okay. actually. Okay. Uh, where they finish? Oh, they finished seventh. Oh, okay. they finished seventh. Oh, oh okay. because LeBron was out for what? Okay. Seven weeks? And okay. AD was out for what? Six weeks? Eighties. So I mean, LeBron's only older. He okay. could risk another injury. AD has... But now they have Russ. Now they have they Russ. Have I'll give you that. He's better I'll than Drummond. Because Drummond was just terrible for them. 35, 36. How old is okay. okay. fine. They still got Melo, who, yeah, he's old, but he's been pretty productive the last no, couple of years. I'll give you that. I'll give you that. He's, you know... This team is going to be... They still got THT. They still got I, Monk. I, Monk has been solid. Kendrick Nunn's been nice. I need like it's like Luke said. I need to see how they okay, so, the first couple. So fifth seed, what what four teams are doing better than them? Not the Clippers. They don't have Kawhi for most of the year. Four teams that could be better than the Lakers this year. I would say, gotta give it to Phoenix. Okay, that's one. I got it. How long is Jamal Murray out? It's an ACL injury, so he's. Uh, what did he? He'll get probably injured? miss at least half the season, probably more. He's probably gonna come back uh, probably before the all, uh, maybe after All Star break. He'll probably come back like February. Listen, man, with this team, I, I the I, only I, teams I could see possibly having a better record Jazz, is the Jazz. Jazz and the Suns. That's it. The Nuggets aren't doing better without Murray. The Clippers aren't doing better without Kawhi. The worst seed I well, see the Lakers you got to realize, Clipper, with Kawhi Leonard, too, sat out a bunch of games last year, and they were still a top, what, two, three seed in the East, uh, in the West, I'm sorry. So they're used to not playing with their best players. So and Yeah, they, but if Kawhi was just sitting out games. That's different than him missing games because of an ACL injury. 
That is true, but like I said, they're just used to him not being on the court. Whether he's injured or not, there's a lot of games for the Clippers that he is not playing on the court. Right. So, I don't know. I like. I need to see how this team plays. I it's it's basically a brand new team. A, a lot of the old players from last year are not on the team this year. Caruso leaving, Harrell leaving, Kuzma leaving. Yeah, I we still don't know about Wesley Matthews, but he was low key a bum anyway, so it doesn't really matter. The only the only player I really truly miss, honestly, I think is Caruso. Caruso. Yeah, and Caruso. I did miss Trez. I I'm, I'm gonna be Making honest. Right I team. I did like Trez, but he barely got minutes. So you yeah, know that was that. I don't think we used Trez uh, as well as we thought we would have, but, uh, you know, we needed pieces if we wanted to do that rush trade. When I first when I first saw the rush trade rumors, I'm like, I mean, I was kind of skeptical at first, but then, like, as I look back on it, like, all right, that was a decent, tra- uh, a decent trade. I wouldn't say it's, like, a top trade. Like, you know, it's like, you know, it's like, whoa, Kawhi Leonard just got traded to the Raptors kind of vibe, you know? It wasn't, it wasn't really, like, mind-blowing like that as I thought it would have. But I mean, you know, it was st- it was still solid. I think it was a decent trade for the Lakers. But uh, back to back to uh, free agents and uh, the trades and all that. I want to bring it over to Mike's team, man. The Bulls, they 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 also have the vibe that money's not an issue right now. They they definitely making they making money money moves right now. Mike, I'll let you take away uh, what moves did the Bulls make over the past three weeks. The floor is yours. All right, so. Literally the first thing that happened in free agency, uh, a sign and trade for Lonzo Ball. We traded away Tomas Sadoransky. Yeah, you heard me. Tomas Sadoransky, who I, I actually like. He's he's not bad, but yeah. Uh, Garrett Temple, who's 34 years old and a second round pick for Lonzo Ball, who is a 23-year-old who can play defense. He can pass, and he's got a little bit of a three-point shot now, and that is exactly what the Bulls needed right next to Zach Levine. So I think that was a huge you know, addition to this team. Because Kobe White's uh, got that shoulder injury. We're not sure, you know, how long he's going to be out. It, he got an injury a while ago, so he should probably miss, like, the first couple of weeks to a month of this season, which is not too bad. But he's still a pretty important uh, piece of this team. Then we got DeMar DeRozan, which kind of shocked me because literally a half an hour before he signed with the Bulls, it said that the Clippers were going to go to his house and, like, talk to him. So I was like, all right, he's going to go to the Clippers. I mean, they got Kawhi, they got Paul George. You know, they got a great supporting cast with Batum and uh, Reggie Jackson, stuff like that. So I was like, oh, he's probably going to go for the low, low and go to the Clippers. But the Bulls pulled it off. Is it a bit of an overpay? Yeah, but I think what he brings to the team, with especially how much of a playmaker he's become working with um, Greg Popovich on the Spurs, I think that is going to be a good addition for us. A great addition, actually. We signed Alex Caruso. He left the Lakers. He was interested to go back to the Lakers, but he didn't feel like he was... Like, the Lakers didn't want to give him as much money as the Bulls were willing, so he left. And I think that's going to, like I said, it's going to help on the defensive end, which the Bulls are one of the worst defensive teams in the NBA. And uh, another underrated signing that no one's talking about is Tony Bradley, who I think is going to be a great backup big for the Bulls because we really don't have any big man depth after that. Laurie Markin is still a restricted free agent. We're not sure what's going to happen with them. We don't have Thaddeus Young anymore. We traded him part of the DeMar DeRozan trade. Daniel Tice left to go to the Rockets on a four-year deal. We are bringing Marco Simonovic from the second round last year. Who I'm, He's looking like a Laurie Markin replacement, just a little bit, I would say, worse shooter but better playmaker. So I think that's going to help this team a lot. And uh, as of yesterday, we uh, the Bulls re-signed um, Javante Green to a two-year deal. So he, he's a, he's going to be a good bench piece coming off the the bench of this Bulls because there's I don't think they're done still making moves, especially when Markin is still a free agent. Um, 
yeah, I'm I'm really excited for this team. Um, the defensive end still scares me a little bit, and it's like the Lakers that they have a lot of new people on this team, so it's, it might take a little while to, you know, get the team at chemistry and every, everything flowing. But you, know, you you got playmaking with Lonzo and Demar Derozan. You got the scoring with you know Zach Levine, and no one's talking about Vucevic too. Vucevic is one of the best centers in the league. I think he's underrated. I mean, he was an All Star last year, and he put up. 22 points and like 40% from three on like five attempts a game. So I'm um, I'm really excited for this team. I they got they should be a lock in the playoffs. Um, but yeah, I haven't been this excited about the team since you know D Rose won the MVP and the last time we were good is right before the Jimmy Butler trade and even then we were like underperforming with Wade, uh, Butler and Rondo and we got bounced in the first round after Rondo um, broke his thumb, but. Yeah, this I, I think it's between the Lakers, Bulls, and the Heat that had the uh, the biggest free agency, you know, signings and trades and just overall improvement of the team. So I'm really excited for next. Yeah, um, I just wanted to add to that kind of like um, I I do think the Bulls are in a good spot. You know, last year getting Vucevic from the Magic was definitely um, a step in the right direction for them. Um, man, they needed that. You know, that kind of um, I, I guess you know, put it as in like, okay, this team is actually trying to, to, you know, become a good team. You know, I felt in years past, I don't, I mean, not that they didn't care about being good. No one wants to be at the bottom of, you know, the tier here, but it, it almost seemed like they didn't really care enough. You know, they got a new front office, right? And then everything just changed. And with guard packs, they did not care about making the playoffs. I don't care what Philip just said. They were okay with mediocrity. Their best scorer was Zach Levine. And behind that was like Laurie Markin and Wendell Carter Jr., like they were no help at all, and they were always getting injured. So I'm this new front office with that trade that you can make fun of the Bulls. You know they made they missed the play in uh, last year. They had to give up their first round pick. But at the end of the day, if we just keep stacking on, you know, lottery picks, I don't know where this team is going. Especially with how the league is with you know the Nets big three and all these teams that are just stacking up. We needed offensive firepower, and that's exactly what the Bulls are doing. So I am extremely happy. That AK is putting in the work with Mark Eversley and just making moves for this team because I'm tired of constantly losing and looking forward to like the draft and seeing what young prospects that come to the team. Which, you know, some players like let's see Cade Cunningham, for example, how much he can help this Detroit Pistons organization. He's looking like a generational talent, but obviously it's going to take some time. So I think the Bulls have been rebuilding for quite some time now. It's been four, like, yeah, four years now. And, you know, it's a big market team. We're not talking about, like, you know, the Minnesota Timberwolves or, Grizzlies. you know, yeah, like the Grizzlies, that they're low market teams. Like, this is one of the biggest or, uh, businesses, organizations in the entire NBA. So they, they need to be making some noise, especially in the playoffs. Yeah. And this year, I think we're going to finally make it. And I think we can make some noise, too. Yeah, um, just going off of that, you know, I feel like um, picking up Lonzo and DeRozan was definitely something that was necessary for them. You know, their lineup now is looking actually really good. You know, they got Lonzo, they got Levine, they got DeRozan, uh, Patrick Williams, and then they got Vucevic. This is a nice starting lineup, you know, as Mike mentioned, their defense still really isn't the best. Um, but they did improve a little slightly on defense. You know, getting Lonzo was definitely um, what they needed. Um Marketing has it looks like he is definitely out. Um, I think he requested a trade, or he's just out. He basically yeah, he requested a trade. He does not want to be in the Chicago Bulls anymore. So I think even if a team offers him like a, a decent contract that the Bulls can obviously match because they have the bird rights on him, I don't think they're going to match and they're just going to let him walk, which I'm okay with. 
he he's been kind of a disappointment. He's shown flashes of um, you know, good, you know, great play, three point shooting. He played a little bit of defense. I've seen some blocks from him, but he's overall not a good defender. But you know, I hate to see him go because he he was the first piece of the the rebuild. That when we traded Jimmy Butler, he was the seventh overall pick. He was primarily he was the one that we were supposed to build a team around. It wasn't even Zach Levine. It was supposed to be Market, and he just underperformed. So, you know, I still like him as a guy. He's a great guy. I hope him nothing the best. If he goes to Charlotte, that's a nice pickup for them. I think he just needs to change the scenery, and he'll he'll blossom there. Sorry to interrupt. Yeah, no, that's all right. Um, yeah, I mean. <laughs> Bring him to the Lakers? No. Um, is, no, but I mean, it's another young guy who could shoot, so. But he can't play defense. You better stop with these Lakers. <laughs> 30 people in free agency. Bro, we could. That's <laughs> like, bring him to They're going to start signing me and you soon if they keep it up. <laughs> Money's not a problem. Money's like Luke said, problem. money money is not a problem for Mr. Rob Palenka and Jeannie Buss. But anyway. Um, <laughs> but yeah, no. So anyway, back to the Bulls. Um, no, they, they definitely got a lot better, um, no doubt. Um, really no excuse for them to miss the playoffs this year. If they miss the playoffs this year, I don't know what else to say. Um, getting Lonzo and DeRozan to a already, like, I would say decent team seed. just makes them, you know, significantly better. I mean, we talk about Lonzo, who, you know, has been shooting better, really, ever since he got into the league. Um, going to the Pelicans, he's just shot better. Um, and then, of course, you talk about DeMar DeRozan. He had a good year last year. Not good. He actually had a great year. And, um, you know, this this is helping Levine. You know, this is also um, really good for the Bulls because Levine's a free agent next year. Exactly. So they needed to make moves, you know, just to make him, like, want to stay. Like, had they kept the team, even with just Vucevic, I think he would have left next year, honestly. Um you know, I don't know if he's one of those players that's just like, all right, yeah, I'm just leave early on because he is still young. But I don't know, like if if he sees that this team is not making an effort to get good guys around him, kind of like LeBron when he left and everyone was hating on him, they that you know the Cavs made no effort to get him help. Then what's the point of him staying? He's like, okay, this organization clearly doesn't care about making the team better. Why am I going to waste my year, good years here when I can go to a, a contender? And you know actually get my talent used because yeah it's cool he averages 27 but the team is at the bottom of you know the list you know they're you know 11 seed last year and i know they got vucevic they didn't have him the whole year injuries and all that i get all that COVID but still protocols. yeah COVID protocols but still like you know he's averaging 27 he's shooting i think almost 40 percent from three yeah. you know he's killing it out there but they're at the bottom you know the bottom of the conference so as good as levine is he you know and I'm not saying, like, he can't be your number one option. I always thought of Levine as being the number two. But honestly, with this team, I mean, is he still the number one option? I guess so, but... I, I think he's still the number one option, but the, the point spread is going to be so even. Like, I could see Levine going from, let's say, 28 points he averaged this year down to 20, and I'll be completely okay with that. Because I got DeRozan that's going to score over 15. I got Vucevic that's going to score over 15. I got Lonzo that's going to score anywhere from, like, 10 to... 12 but i'm hoping he gets like over eight assists a game so and DeRozan too averaged seven assists last game so the, the offense is going to be om like it's going to be one of the best offenses this year if everything clicks this this offense is going to be like crazy levine's been working on his defense in the olympics i watched the last uh against team france shout out to team usa that we won last night I've, i'm watching him play and his defense has improved he's switching 
You know, he's not afraid to guard the bigger man. I, I'm really excited for this team. The de- Like I said, the defense is not going to be great, but they're definitely improving. Like with the signings with Lonzo and Caruso and Tony Bradley is going to be a solid big man off the bench. He averages like a block a game in like 18 minutes. Imagine what he does if he gets more minutes. Like, I don't think he's going to get more minutes, but if in case, you know, like a Vucevic goes down or whatever, he, this team should be overall better on defense. And I think that was one of the reasons why we lost so many games last year is because... We had so many close games in the fourth quarter, and we just blew it just because we literally had no defenders out there. So I think now with a couple of more defenders on this team and veteran experience with DeMar DeRozan, Vucevic staying for the whole year and stuff like that, it, it's this team should be much Patrick better. Williams is improving. Patrick Williams could be a candidate for most improved. It's going to be hard because of all the, the offensive firepower. So I don't know how much more scoring he's going to do. If anything, it might go down. But on the defensive end, you're definitely going to see it this year because he's probably going to have to guard the best player on the opposite team. So I'm really excited. He's our weakest link in the starting lineup, and he ain't even that bad. And that's just a fact. So I'm really excited for this team this well, year. Well, we all know the Bulls have made a lot of moves, as we just talked about it just now. They've made a ton of moves. So, I mean, props to the Bulls for stepping it up a little bit. I mean, they definitely want to show that they are they want to bring back – those you know those 90 bulls team you know like six rings you know three three peats i mean they want to get back to the, that contending kind of vibe so i mean props to the bulls for making those moves but uh you Let's know go. moving forward with free agent signings just kind of keep things short a little bit the miami heat uh we briefly mentioned uh the sign and trade with kyle lowry we t- uh you know i mean he's getting up there in age a little bit but i mean he had a hell of a career in toronto Helped them to that 2019 championship uh, caliber team. I mean, you know, congrats to Kyle Lowry on a, a great career in Toronto. But, uh, you know, he's he's getting up there in age, as I just said. Uh, I think he's, he's he's heading towards the end of his career. What is he, 34? 36, right? He's definitely up there in age, but he is definitely going to help this team because they got bounced in the first round by the Bucks last year. And I would say that... I, I do like Goran Dragic as a player, but like Luke just said, he's a 2019 NBA champion. He's going to help this team a lot. Yeah. They picked up uh, Duncan Robinson on a big contract, um, but that's just the market nowadays for shooters, and he is arguably one of the best shooters in the entire NBA, so that they needed to sign him. And Jimmy Butler getting that massive extension, which in a couple years it's going to look really, really bad, but the Heat were kind of like forced to do it. Yeah, um, also uh, the, just want to shout out to Victor Oladipo real quick. Signed a uh, one-year deal. Great. I think that was yep. a so- solid signing. You know, they need as much help as they can as they want to uh, make it make another run. Uh, deep they deep this year. After, um, yeah, sorry to cut you guys off. Um, they had a very disappointing end to this season, of course. They got swept by Giannis and the Bucs. Um, you know, of course, they beat the Bucks last year in the bubble in five. So the Bucks, you know, definitely weren't having it this year. And they said, uh, you know, show you what we got. Of course, they ended up winning the... Um, Championship shout out props to uh, Giannis, uh, Drew Holiday, Chris Middleton, and the rest of those guys, Connaughton, Lopez. But um, like I said, very disappointing end to the season, of course. Um, one thing I want to say about the Heat is um, Tyler Hero. Um, I don't know what happened to him this year. Um, you know, I, I know it's only his second year, so I'm not really going to hate on him too much because he did have he did have a solid rookie year. He, honestly, he did play really well, even in the bubble. He was really nice. The finals, he wasn't the greatest, but, you know, he is a rookie, so I'm not going to, you know, hate on him for it. But, you know, this year, he really wasn't that good. I know he was injured and everything, but I'm sorry, but he, you know, he took a big step down, if anything. 
But like I said, I, I'm going to give him the benefit of the doubt. You know, he did have a good rookie year, and hopefully he plays good this year. Of course, now they got Lowry. They did re-sign Oladipo, like you guys mentioned. So I do think they are going to be a solid team. Um, they did lose Iggy. You know, uh, speaking of it, yeah, Iguodala is back on the Warriors. Our 2015 Finals MVP is back with the Dubs, um, which I, I found pretty interesting. Um, you know, he's also old now. I think he's 37. Um, narrowed you know, it he, down to he's, three teams. He narrowed it down to three teams before he picked the to go back to the Bay. It was yeah, I think Nets. it was the Warriors, Nets, and the Lakers, right? Nets, Warriors, and Lakers. Those are the three yep. teams that he narrowed it down to. So, I mean, a nice pickup for the Dubs. I mean, I sorry, sorry to cut you off, Phil, but uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. speaking of the Dubs, they they extend Curry uh, as probably all of us probably would have figured. I mean, they figured what was it a four year deal? They inked him for for a yeah. four year deal. I think it was two hundred fifty mil. 215. 215. Uh, he, yeah, he's he's definitely making bank. Money is not a problem for Steph Curry right now. We all know that. Yeah, no. That, know that, that that man is, um you know, obviously we wanted him in the Lakers. That was oh, unrealistic. No, no, I know it was unrealistic. I know there, there was go. there was talk. I, I would have loved to see LeBron and Curry. I, I You know, we saw it in the All-Star game. And um yeah. even though it was only a few plays, I think that duo in their prime would literally be unbeatable. I mean, I know we saw KD with Curry. But I just think the playmaking with LeBron. And speaking of uh, KD, he just signed a Supermax extension. Well, he plans to uh, extend with the Nets for a four-year deal, uh, as well as uh, Kawhi is planning on staying in the Clippers. But we'll see how that plans out because maybe there might be last-minute shift. You know, so we'll never know what happens with these signings. But uh, yeah, yeah. I mean, a lot, a lot, is, a lot has been happening the past couple of weeks. We try to stay up to date with this kind of stuff. But uh, I think we we did pretty good. Did pretty you guys want to start talking about the losers of free agency? Yeah, I mean, definitely a lot of losers. I mean, Knicks, no, no. Well, <laughs> I, I speak, think... oh, wait, hold on. Before we talk about the losers, got a shout out to the Knicks, man. You know, they just picked up Kemba, a huge, nice pickup for them, and they also inked uh, Julius Randle for an extension. So, congrats to the Knicks for definitely they're heading in the right direction of the playoffs. I think they're going to. Although they did, they did uh, definitely overpay uh, Fournier. I think. Oh yeah, that's uh, right. What, yeah. Four years, no, three years in a player option or team option for like seventy eight million. Yeah, like they're they're paying him like twenty five mil a year, which is I definitely way too much. I mean, he's decent. What is he? A shooting guard? I think he's a shooting guard. Yeah, like Rosen is more worth it than than Evan Fournier. Yeah, but I mean, hey, have, the Knicks they need an offense. They need offense. That's yeah. it. That's it. Plus, money's not a problem. It, it, there's, it, there's, there's a lot of teams that not in New that. York, not in New York, not in LA, not in Chicago. Yeah, the Knicks, I think, averaged 99 points per game in the playoffs last year against the Hawks. So they, they definitely needed some offense. They got it with Kemba Walker, which I think was a great signing, just because he didn't really fit that well with the Celtics. Like the Celtics didn't really need scoring; they needed more of a playmaker, which was kind of scary because I thought Lonzo would want to go to the. I think Lonzo would have been a great fit for the Celtics too. But hey, he chose the right team at the end of the day. But yeah, Kemba going to the Knicks, that's they needed the offense. They got Fournier. They lost Reggie Bullock, but this team is still gonna be solid. It's it's still a good team. Let's let's not forget that they were the four seed last year and completely surprised everyone. Yes, except for Luch. Luch called it. Oh, Luch yeah. called it. We did call it. And we, we thought you were crazy. We did. I, I called it. The Knicks were gonna get to the fourth seed. I, I mean, hey guys. One one game. They got gentlemen swept but still. They won game two in New York, yeah. yeah. Um, when they were chanting Trey's balding, that was the game they won, game yeah. two. Uh, but yeah, they underperformed. But um, you know, they got they did get a little better. I'm not gonna say they got like a lot better. 
Yeah. Because they did lose some people. But, you know, Mitchell Robinson definitely needs to play this year. Yeah, I mean, he, needs to he play. didn't even play last year. I felt, I felt like he played, like, less than 20 games last year. He was hurt basically the he, whole year. He is the X factor for this team. If he's healthy, this team is going to catapult because they – they're defensive. they're a defensive minded team, and he is arguably one of the best defensive defensive uh, centers in the league. Because that dude can average like six points, but he's going to get you like honestly like three four blocks a game. So, and Julius Randle isn't really known as a defender, so he's definitely going to help on the defensive end. Just he's got to stay healthy. He's yeah. got to stay healthy, and this team will be so much better. But yeah. we have to wait and see. Yes, Taj sir. Gibson's their backup center, who's getting up there in age. So we got to wait and see. Yep. Uh... <laughs> As we talked about a lot of moves on the winning side of free agency, let's talk about the losing side before we wrap up for the day. As uh, I definitely think a lot, some of the teams that were big time losers this free agency so far, definitely has to be you know the Wizards. I believe the um, I'm trying to think Pelicans. the Pelicans are yeah the Pelicans lost. The Wizards, you know, the Wizards got Dinwiddie. Well, the Wizards got Dinwiddie, but they did lose Ross. Yeah, they, they still have Beal. Beal looks like he is staying. Um, yeah, but crazy. how, but how long is Beal staying? How long is Beal staying for? That's the question. He could be moved before the deadline. Just mind you that, because there was a lot of rumors thinking that uh, Bradley Beal was going to request a trade, but obviously nothing has never really popped up yet since then. But honestly, it's uh, it's gonna be it's gonna be a close call in Washington. I mean, they got Kuzma, Montrez, and KCP from the the Westbrook deal with the Lakers. Um, I'm not sure how far they're going to get with that. I mean, hopefully Kuzma, you know, blossoms into a young caliber type of player. You know, hopefully gets more minutes. You know, maybe maybe they use maybe they use those guys for more trades. I mean, who knows? Maybe they might stay yeah. on the Wizards for a few weeks and then they go elsewhere. I mean, you never know what what happens in free agency. But definitely the Wizards are up there as a yeah, either, free agency. Either Kuzma's going to average four points per game or he's going to start playing like prime MJ. Um, we don't know. We, we'll, we'll find out. As well but, as, uh, as, well as the, uh, the Ra- I think the Raptors were a loser as well. They lost Kyle Lowry. But again, you do gain Goran Dragic in return. But... Who would you rather have, either Dragic or Lowry? Like that's kind of the question that you're debating. They picked up Scotty Barnes in the draft, which was a huge surprise because everyone thought they were going to go Suggs. Because like we all kind of expected, Lowry's going to leave in free agency, so Suggs could have been that that point guard for the next like ten years. But they went with Scotty Barnes, who's a good defensive-minded player. But yeah, I, I I would say yeah, I think the team for the Raptors definitely went down. Siakam has not played well since the winning that championship, so we have to we are going to have to take a look with that team. Resign Gary Trent. Siakam for a possible deer and fox. Uh, yeah, swap. I saw. Yeah, there was rumors the other day that Siakam would go to Sacramento. For fox. that's interesting, and then they would start Davion Mitchell at the one. That's interesting, and then we have to see too. The Kings might De'Aaron trade fox Buddy Hield. De'Aaron Fox is solid. He's a yeah. really good player, and you know Buddy Hield. You know, I mean, I mean the Lakers, quote unquote, had him. Even though that trade technically never fell through, it said we had him, and then we ended up trading for Russ. That was a weird day. Um, but Buddy Heald is a great shooter. He's still relatively young. He's not, you know, like young, young, but he's definitely, he's not old by any means. Um, I think he's, well, mid mid to late 20s. Yeah, not too. he's a great shooter. I, I thought it would have been better fit-wise. See, that's the thing with that trade. Better fit-wise, Buddy Heald's better for the Lakers, but better overall players, Russell Westbrook. So they took the better player overall because I think time-wise, like I said before, this Lakers team is old, so I think they need as much firepower and offensive, you know, like all-star caliber players as possible to pair alongside uh, AD and LeBron. So overall, I think the Russell Westbrook trade benefits the Lakers more than the Buddy Heel trade 
just for right now. If we're talking rebuilding, if LeBron and AD were younger, then definitely Buddy Heal. But that time frame for the Lakers championship window is closing. And it's closing faster than we think because both AD and LeBron proved that, you know, father time is catching up and, you know, the injuries are happening. So Russell Westbrook is, you know, yeah, he, I, he's I, don't, I don't know if I see LeBron really slowing down. I mean, he did have that high ankle sprain, but he was yeah, still playing. That, that, was, that was a huge – it was it was huge for LeBron. I mean, I'm, it sucked to see him go down with such a – it was it was a pretty bad injury. High ankle he sprain. Was MVP, he was an MVP candidate before he got hurt. Keep that yeah. in mind. He, I know He's still playing amazing, but these injuries are happening to him. That's the problem. I, I'm not going to deny that he's not one of the best players in the league because I know for a fact he is. But I still think he's he top keeps, three. But... He's still, I think so too, but he keeps getting these injuries. You could play amazing, but then if you keep getting hurt, like what, what's... I mean, Brady's proving that father time is not exactly... Yeah, you know, he's forty four right now. MCL while playing the Super Bowl. Yeah, I mean, and he's forty four years old. So crazy. Brady is proving yeah. that father time is age is just a number. That's why I say about the Lakers right now is that age is just a number. As old as they are, that team has heart. Um, you know, Melo, like most of that team has never won a ring before. You know, LeBron, of course, he's four time champion, right? AD has won. Dwight has won. The rest of the team, uh, THT was not. He wasn't with them when they won, right? Were they with the THT? He might have been just not. I think. I think. He, I think it was, but I think he was on the back end of the bench. I don't think back he was like one of those. Uh... Uh, Gasol has won with Toronto. The rest of the team doesn't have. You know, Russell doesn't have one. Melo doesn't have one. Monk, none. Um, Ariza, Ariza doesn't have one. Right? No, Ariza oh, wait, no, doesn't wait, have. Ari no, Ariza does have one. I think he won with with Kobe. Back in oh 09. right, back oh in right, back in yeah, right, right. Okay, back so in but he, you know, he hasn't, you know, won one since Kobe, um, and yeah. So most of this team does not have a ring. Um, you know, Kent Bazemore doesn't have one. Uh, Wayne Ellington does didn't no because I, so. no, I know he was with the Lakers. I don't think he has one. So most of this team does not have a ring, and um, you know, Russ and Melo are definitely uh, future um, first ballot Hall of Famers. Um, but winning a ring will definitely cement themselves because, um, you know, nowadays a lot of people do look at rings as a way of, like, success. And um, <laughs> if Russ and Melo can get rings this year, I, I think that would definitely um, add to their resume as just, you know, that extra step in just being, like, one of the all-time greats. And, um, yeah, that will definitely help them a lot. Um, one more thing I wanted to mention just, you know, before we wrapped up, I want to talk about Barkley slightly, but shout-out to uh, Team USA – uh, for winning the gold yesterday against France, you know this, I you know you know born here, uh you know I love uh, America, you know everything, and um, I'm so happy that we were able to get the gold medal. Um, you know KD, KD was playing great. I mean I saw him yesterday. He was hitting shots. You know Kevin Durant. I mean there's nothing else. we know Kevin Durant. You know leading the team. You know Damian Lillard, Zach Levine, Bam. Uh, you know, the list goes on. Drew Holiday, Devin Booker, Tatum, you know, they all showed up and um, they won it against France. I mean, France did have some good players. You know, they had Gobert, they had Fournier, they had Batum. You know, they had some NBA players, but, you know, they got it done. They got the gold medal. And, um, yeah, I just wanted to say shout out to uh, Team USA for getting it done. And um, lastly, I just wanted to talk slightly, just a, briefly about... Charles Barkley's comment, basically, um, it was something along the lines of, like, how um, he sees Kobe and LeBron as, like, higher than him, that higher than LeBron just because LeBron had to go and, quote-unquote, build super teams to win championships. Um, so I just wanted to hear, like, if you guys agree with that or if you guys just think that he's just, you know, kind of, you know, 
just hating on LeBron for that. There's always going to be hating on greatness. Uh, you know, Barkley played with, you know, the legends like Jordan and David Robinson. So he, he's an old head at the end of the day. That, that's just how it is. I, I think he just hates the fact that LeBron is way better than Charles Barkley ever thought he was. So I think at the end of the day, it's just straight hate. Yeah. I, I mean, don't... I'm not crazy about LeBron, but I, I do recognize his greatness at the end of the day. Like, you know. I do think he's the second greatest of all time, but I, I'm not gonna, you know, trip and say he's, you know, he's bad or anything like that. Like Barkley is just, you know, shacked and a fool, you know. But yeah, yeah, Great no, player. I, I I agree with with everything that Mike said. I mean, yeah, just hate just hating on greatness. I mean, there's gonna be people that doubt, you know, when greatness is is being shown. Like people doubt that, you know, they don't want to they want to see people fall. But uh, you know, definitely agree with what Mike just said. You know. It was just Barkley just speaking out of his butt at that point. I mean, he's, he's I mean, yeah, but like George, like he played with the greats, you know, George, as Mike just said, Jordan, you know, uh, David Robinson, you know, Scottie Pippen, Larry Bird on that USA team in '92 when they won the gold medal. But um, yeah, I mean, it's you know, great greatness is 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 so valued uh, in sports. It's very valued in sports, especially for a specific kind of player, like a once in a generation kind of a player like LeBron and then also like Jordan but also in like other sports like you know for baseball it'd probably be like you know Barry Bonds or you know Ken Griffey Jr. or Derek Jeter you know in um, football it's like Tom Brady you know uh, Shannon Sharp Deion Sanders Joe Montana you know guys you know names like big big time Hall of Fame names like that exactly Jerry Ryan. exactly yeah. exactly but um yeah so that's just just Nothing really too major with those comments, but uh, I think I think that's uh, hey, that yeah. wraps it up. Yeah, I just wanted to add kind of what you guys are gonna say. Yeah, like um, you know, every player does have their opinion, so I guess you know, I mean, in my you know, his opinion is wrong. Um, I think like you're saying, he is just hating, and you know, it's a lot of it's gonna seem biased because I am a big LeBron fan, but I think you know, even if I wasn't like a big fan of LeBron, um, there you know, you can't doubt his greatness. Um, whether you think he's the best all time, second best, it's irrelevant to this. I'm not gonna talk about that. Um, whether you think he's one or two all time, it doesn't really matter. It's irrelevant to the um, question. But, um, you know, he's up there with the greatest ever. And um, just to say, oh, yeah, like, you know, he's below these guys just because of the way he decided to, you know, the way how he won his rings, I think it's just ignorance. I mean, the man's a four-time champion. Um, he left the Cavs to go to the Heat, which everyone hated on for. But don't realize that he was with that team for seven years and they did nothing to help him. I mean, the best player he played with was Mo Williams in seven years. And you're going to tell me that what is he going to do? Stick around with that team and just keep losing? No, he's of course, he's going to want to win a title and, and you know, all that. And, you know, he didn't start super teams. Super teams started way before that. So anyone saying LeBron started super teams is just false because we've seen super teams since the seventies, as I'm concerned. So I think that's just BS. He did not start super teams. If anything, the Celtics started it in 08 when they had KG, Pierce, Rondo, and Allen. That was a super team. But anyway, um, Barkley shouldn't even be talking because, like Nick Wright said, he was literally drafted to the Sixers who had Dr. J and Moses Malone. If that's not a super team, I don't know what is. Um, and then he joins the Phoenix who, you know, I've hated on in the past, but... That was a 50-plus win team four years prior, and he went and joined them. Then joined the Lajuan 
um, on the Rockets, which is another really good team. So for him saying, oh, LeBron joined super teams just to win is something Barkley can't say because he's joined these stacked teams and he still couldn't win. So um, I think he's just salty, um, and um, that's, that's all it is at the end of the day. Yeah. It's just – I think he's just mad he didn't win a ring. and yeah. um, he's still, still kind of salty. Yeah, after, he's kind of still salty yeah. about that 93 finals loss, but uh, yeah. Yeah. I think I think that uh, wraps it up for today's episode. A lot of jam-packed information we we uh, gave to you guys today about free agency today. Uh, definitely, we'll probably be seeing more signings and trades uh, within the future. But uh, we'll try to keep. Go Rob Palenka and Legault. Yes, sir. I think definitely money's yeah. not a problem around the NBA. Money's not yeah. a problem. I don't think the I don't know if the Bulls are necessarily done either. Well, marketing they're gonna let them walk or uh, we'll ha- we have to wait and see. Like we still got some free agents, and I don't think AK's done making moves with this team. I I really don't. Yeah, and as as many moves as the Lakers made, I don't think the Lakers are even close to done either. God, so there's so many teams that are not done with this free agency, man. They're trying to go all. Terrible. They're trying to go all in right now. This is like a win now like kind of vibe for many teams in the NBA but uh, we'll try to keep you guys up to date with uh, the trades and the signings uh, other than that uh, I'm all done with uh, what else I, I I don't have anything else to say today I don't know about you guys if you guys want to say any last minute things let's go Bulls let's go Lakers oh, <laughs> alright well that that's about wraps it up here for this episode of the fast break you know try to catch us for uh, for weekly episodes we try to get these out to you guys as soon as we can uh I think that's about it for today. I think we're all good. We hit major points today. Uh, again, like I said, try to keep you guys up to date with the uh, the newest uh, moves uh, every day. So I think I'm, I'm good, guys. I don't know about you. I'm pretty yeah. much all set. That's it. All right. Well, as always, everyone, just stay cheesy, everyone. Hope you guys have a great day today. Um, and, uh, you know, that's it, man. Uh, thank you guys for uh, tuning in today, for today's episode, and uh, we'll catch you on the next one. Peace out, guys. Yo, peace out.